What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting the high notes. Jazz talk. Uh, welcome, folks. I'm a Utah Jazz, and our Utah Jazz line is very happy. And I am here. It is I, the the host here at Who Trans Superman at H U U T R A N Superman at Who Superman. And um, I am joined today. I'm uh, first off. We bring him. Uh, he's going to the distance. Forty nine. Mister Go to the distance. Forty nine. What's up, Jared Barker? Uh, not much. Just you know, enjoying another win. Another one in the books tonight. Um, uh, before we get to that, um, uh, let's move on to the Dragon Squatch. What's up, Logan Cox? Hey, uh, sorry, I apologize for my absence last week. I had a unique opportunity to have a roundtable with some jazz legends, uh, Blue Edwards, Milt Palacio, and Kyrie Irving for a, book, a, a little book I'm working on called 101 Things Jazz Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. And so I just I couldn't pass up that opportunity when they were available at such an hour. Mm-hmm. Are, is that some DJ J- Jazzy Jody shade or what? What the heck is that? He's writing a book. Um, <laughs> and we're bringing on. Um, he stole uh, the title of DJ uh, Jazzy Jody's book. That he stole uh, from other people. <laughs> no, he, he was oh, under sorry. contract to write that sorry, in a series, sorry, bro. Sorry, it's a series. You're right. He came up with the title in the series. Um, <laughs> it was supposed to be a compliment to, uh, to DJ Jazzy Jody, but somehow, Jerry, you made me hate him already. You have that effect on me. <laughs> like, That's my job. You like anything I like, you turn to hatred on, and I, and I enjoy like all that. the DJs here. Um, <laughs> speaking of DJs, um, uh, I don't know why I said that, but um, uh, we're bringing on for his uh, not his first, but quite possibly his final um, appearance here on High Notes. <laughs> it's a uh, is at the underscore Fit Pastor. That's um, underscore the Fit Pastor. What's up, AJ? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Yeah, this very well may be the last time that you uh, have me on, so I'm going to definitely um, make it count. So, yeah, because here's what's going to happen. Um, uh, you already gave us in the pre-show um, uh, some fire, and I know you're going you're to bring the fire, and you're, you're going to try to bring So what's going to happen? People are going to be like, oh, AJ's on. We like him. He He's a, he's a nice-sounding young man. <laughs> Come on. We're going to talk jazz lickers. <laughs> you you, you, you picture this. our listeners being like 55 or something. He's <laughs> a nice-sounding uh, young man. They're, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, AJ, we want to hear what he has to say. And then they're going to hear what you're going to say. And they're like, we're never going to listen to this podcast again. So um, get ready. Get ready. Well, um, before we get on to all that, um, uh, let's let's talk about Jerry mentioned the jazz. I'm uh, recording it uh, Wednesday night. They beat the Clippers, uh, which is a really pretty big game. I'm, uh, I know the Clippers were without Paul George, quite Leonard. Um, Luke Kennard, yeah, don't forget him there. Uh, yeah, George and Leonard. Uh, the Jazz actually get the tiebreaker. That's two in a two in a row against the Clippers, or in the series, I guess against the Clippers. So the Jazz um, uh, has the tiebreakers against the Clippers. Some big news, and also Chris Snyder is also going to coach the All Star game uh, that they're having for some reason. Um, uh, so really big. Uh, what's more important, Jared? What do you think? Uh, you mean out of those of topics you just brought up? Topics I brought up were like, uh, what's what's really important right now in Jazzland? I would say the most important thing is um, is this success translating to long term, not uh, not just being flash in the pan because we have great continuity and whatnot. Um, I would say you know keeping up this consistent high level play the whole season is kind of like the most important thing. If, well, I mean, like, if, I mean, are the are the accomplishments so far? Like, I'm a, you know, Quinn. So like, so I, I think Quinn I, I should going to the All Star game is a big deal. No, let, yeah, let me phrase it better. Like, so Quinn gets the All Star game. I mean, um, he has one more than Jerry Sloan, right? I mean, that's because Jerry got robbed. But yes, of the All Star game. 
I mean, we had the best record in the West two years in a row. They didn't used to do it the way they do it now. So, so um, uh, so yeah, Jerry, Jerry never got to. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he never wanted to coach an All Star game. Um, but yeah, yeah, honestly, I don't think he did. So I mean, to to become the coach of the All Star team, um, uh, you know, you have to be the best team in the conference um, by a certain period, and the Jazz are. That's number one. Number right. two, um, you know, if the Lakers were, it still would have been Quinn because you don't do it two years in a row. Yada yada yada. Nobody cares. Yeah, if we so, were the second team, then we then it would be Quinn still. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's pretty big deal, right? Uh, Logan, I'm of the accomplishments so far. You know, the Jazz are 24 and five. You know, like I said, you know, they get a tiebreaker against the Clippers. Quinn Snyder has led the Jazz to the franchise's best start. What do you think of the past accomplishments? Have is the most impressive or important so far? Um, I think the I, I I don't really care a ton about the the coaching of the All Star game or the All Stars or the or the six man or the coach of the year stuff. That's that's not really stuff that gets me too excited. It never really has. Uh, but I think I saw I think I saw someone put the poll out there recently. And I think that. I don't even know what her handle is now because she's always getting kicked off of Twitter. But Shan quote tweeted and said championship was what she wanted. So um, I don't I don't really I don't really worry too much about the rest. Of it. I know some people enjoy it, but it's not really my thing. And I know if 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 this goes the way AJ is going to take it later on, I may save some of this for that. <laughs> um, well, yeah, but I, but uh, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 think, I think I think the versatility and the way they've won. I mean, I know we haven't really been stricken by the injury bug, but we had some some Don games and then Connolly being out for what six seven games in a row now. Uh, it was it was living and dying by the three, but the last I'd say the last couple of weeks they found a whole bunch of creative ways to win going back to Atlanta. So I think that's probably more impressive to me is finding different ways to win um, in this in this. Uh, we've seen them go on have them, we've seen them have hot stretches before, but this is you know it's kind of a different way they're going about it, beating good teams and doing it a number of different ways. AJ, I'm gonna I'm gonna stretch you here. I'm, uh, I need I need you to be not nice for a little bit here. Um, Come on, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Jazz are, 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 are you know, they're 24 and five, best record in the West right now. Uh, what's right. impressive about this Jazz team that you've seen so far? I, don't, I, I know you probably don't watch a lot of Jazz games, but uh, from what you've seen uh, uh, around the league, what, what is so impressive about this Jazz team? Yeah, uh, well, you're right. I don't watch a lot of Jazz games, and that's mainly because they don't show them in Chicago, um, unless they're playing like the Bulls or their own ESPN or something. Uh, so. There's that. But uh, what I think is most impressive is is just the, the fight of of the young players. I think uh, I mean, I've, I've said it before. I think Donovan Mitchell is um, he is a bona fide star. Uh, he's not a superstar just yet, but he is definitely a bona fide star. Um, Jordan Clarkson is everything that Laker faithfuls always hoped he would be. One of these days, uh, and I, I think that the system in Utah is giving him the perfect opportunity to um, flourish. Really, I mean that's a six man of the year right there. That's that's my vote. That would be my vote. You know, so I mean the Jazz are are definitely looking like a complete team, and you know it just remains to be seen if they can keep it up through the postseason. Right, and uh, uh, the streak is like really unlike anything we've ever seen. Uh, I mean the Jazz have had eleven game win streaks before. Um, I mean to do this back to back again. I mean, like we, we made the joke, like after the Denver game, the Jazz win streak is that one now, right? And after they had won, whatever, uh, they did a similar win streak in 2018. Um, for me, what feels different about it is that the 2018 streak was, you know, Rudy got injured. The Jazz, you know, halfway through the year looked like they were getting ready to tank, and they went on a historic run to get to the playoffs. 
Now this run, um, um, also historic, is getting them to you know have the first season of the playoffs. Uh, Logan, do you think the first season of the playoffs um, uh, would change the perception of this Jazz team? Yes, I mean that's 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 what we've been hanging on for the last handful of years is the fact that they don't reach the potential we think they should get. I mean that's why we get so frustrated with the five seed over and over again is because. That's where they seem to default to when we think their ceiling is higher than that. Did I think their ceiling was one when we came into this, the season? No. So I think that it, it changes my perception of the Jazz team, and it changes my expectations. And I also think it's not breaking news, but being the number one seed is a phenomenal advantage for the Jazz, especially if that means that L.A. and L.A. have to play each other, and one of those two gets knocked out. So, um, yeah, it, it, it changes my perspective completely. And I think that's what we talked about early on when I think Jared brought it up on one, one of our first pods of the season was – we want this team to look different. We don't want it to look like the same team that just kind of stumbles and does the same frustrating things over and over again. So yeah, the one seed does, does change my perception of this team and gets me, you know, more excited for them than, than, than really any jazz team that I can fully remember in my mind. I can pretend I remember the 97, 98s, but I'm trying to be honest tonight. <laughs> Jared. Um, uh, all right. Temperature check. We do this every week, right? Uh, does have, has your ceiling for this jazz team, changed since uh, the last time we recorded since the last time we talked not really um it was pretty high for you i mean it wasn't i mean super high but it was high well i said when when i said 30 percent, i i said 30 percent in in one specific series i don't think we're 30 percent. i wouldn't give us a 30 percent shot to win the title that's just that's too high for me um your but exact words sir were the ceilings the ceiling was the roof yeah, I know, but that was that's because Michael Jordan said that, and I, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> but I really think that this this team has a has a higher ceiling than any team that we've seen in over twenty years for sure. Um, I think this is a higher team than the Darren Williams led team. I oh mean, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, so this win streak, um, uh, so we we asked this a lot. Um, uh, I ask this a lot. So, um, uh, if you don't think the Jazz, I mean, do you think the Jazz can make a move, um, uh, or or do you think that no, no, let, let me rephrase. Do you think the Jazz should try to make a move to get better in the front office's eyes, um, or should they just kind of stick with what they have right now and 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 go with the flow and and don't quote fix what's um uh, not broken? I think I think we should ask AJ that question first and ask it about his Lakers. Okay. All right. Well, that, all, right. all right. Fine. Uh, so you guys think of your answers. Ooh. AJ, Lakers are yes. number two in the West. They're dealing with an Anthony Davis injury. Uh, but these are the returning champions. Um, uh, they they had a, a pretty solid offseason. Uh, how do you feel the Lakers um, – uh, you know, real quick, I'm a, how do you feel the Lakers season has been so far uh, dealing with all this stuff and with the offseason? Like, are, are you worried at all about this Lakers team? Uh, <clears throat> am I worried about the Lakers team? Uh, no, uh, I'm not. Uh, do I think that they'll repeat? I think it's a 50, 50 shot. The, the Lakers, the Lakers will go, uh, not as far. I'm not going to say they'll go as far as LeBron will take them. They won't go that far. Uh, the Lakers will go as far as their interior defense will take them. And quite honestly, uh, Mark Gasol was a mistake in signing. Um, so I think that that's where, Ooh, that's that's gonna, the same thing as me, huh? Yeah, that's that's where the that's where the problem is 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 
you know, the Lakers, they they spent, what, $18 million on a two-year Mark Gasol contract um, when there were other moves that could have been made. Um, I mean, Mark Gasol, he is in there for rebounds. He is in there for defense. But, I mean, the dude is getting worked night in, night out. And if Anthony Davis is not healthy, then we're getting worked in the post. Montrez Harrell can only do so much. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's a, right now, all I'm going to say is it's a 50-50 shot. Am I worried? No. Um, but uh, uh, my Lakers will go as far as their interior defense will take them. All right. So, correct me if I'm wrong, the Lakers are hard-capped right now, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so, uh, what non-Marcus Hall move would you think the, the Lakers, or would you, if you were the GM of the Lakers, would you make to try to improve that interior defense, like you said? Um. So, gosh, the I'm, I, I can't even bring, or I can't even say I would agree with the two moves that have been rumored, which one was a, uh, uh, a Blake Griffin buyout option. Uh, if they, if the Pistons were to buy him out, I mean, or they, they were looking at Mo Bamba. I have no, like, there's no way either one of those. No. Um, honestly, the move that I would make, uh, is, uh, uh, Costas, baby, baby, uh, Greek freaks, Greek freaks, baby brother. Um, I'd give him some more playing time. Dude is actually crazy athletic. Um, and, and I think that if you give him some time, he can help out because he's athletic, he can jump, he can rebound, stuff like that. And, and, and we'll see, you know, um, or, Maybe Marcus all shocks the world. Uh, it depends. Is he going to be willing to take a vet minimum, or is yeah, he going to want that would be, that would fifteen be, million a year? No, that would be it. Would be a vet minimum for sure. It, he has to be willing to take that. I would love to see Drummond just for the fact that he is an interior presence and stuff like that. Um, but I don't. I don't see. I mean, I don't see it happen. I would love to see it happen, but I mean, uh, I think the Nets were looking at him if that buyout happens. Yeah, that, yeah, that's you'd, a, you'd that's definitely be competing with them for his services. Um, because like, well, the thing about the buyout market, right? Like, Drummond's gonna get paid for the season regardless, right? Like, he's gonna get part of his contract paid for by the Cavs or whoever trades for for Drummond. Um, I I I didn't realize the, the Lakers could make moves because I, th- I I thought since they were hard capped they couldn't make any more moves. But uh, again, my salary cap knowledge is not strong in that area. Um, yeah, they they can make they can make a few moves. I mean, they, it's nothing huge. Um, but the one thing I will say this: the the genius that is Rob Palenka, um, when he did those extensions. With with LeBron and with AD, he did he did leave a little wiggle room, even with that stupid con that stupid Gasol contract. He left <laughs> a little wiggle room. Uh, that's for the Jazz fans to hear about the Lakers' pain there. Uh, Jared, I'm, uh, you're the GM of the Jazz, um, and I, I don't know. Let's say thirty percent. Like let's say that you, Jared, have a thirty percent confidence that you can bring a title this year. Is that good enough for you? Like, or do you or do you want to like try to see if you can make a move out there? And give up a quality piece to get up to sixty percent. I just, I just, uh, I don't know what move I would make. That's my problem. Like I would have to, for me to say yes, I'll make a move. I need a move in mind that I think is doable. And okay. like, yeah, let's just, just let's just say there's a, I don't know, just just someone. Oh, what position would you, or what do you think the Jazz team needs then? 
Uh, I, w- I would like a stretch four. Or stretch four? Mm, that's stretch just, four, just a stretch four. Is that, a stretch that four that plays defense, better so, okay. defense. So, so, a, so I guess a, a three and D four is what you're saying. I, I'd like a guy who could be a three four. Like who okay. can play the perimeter, play small forward. All right. So say somebody pick up Kevin Love. That's a center. Make Coy oh, happy. That's a center. No. Let's no. just say there's just a there's a prototype for the like this so a team call like the Denver Nuggets call up and offer you. I don't know why I keep bringing this name up. Uh, <laughs> um, crap. I, his name just so you guys know what I'm talking about, right? He's on. He's he's on the Pistons now. Um, oh, Jeremy Grant. If say the Pistons call you up. And say, and from you, Jeremy Grant. Jerry, Jeremy Grant, what piece are you giving away Ooh, to get Bo-Yan Jeremy Grant? And a first. Okay. And and you're okay with that? Like 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 Bo- I, is, is if Bo-Yan, Bo-Yan in a first? I would do yes. Okay. Um. Uh. And so and are you afraid at that point that the chemistry is gonna uh that the chemistry won't work? Uh, no, because I really think the heart of this team revolves around probably four guys and i don't think Boyan's one of them interesting uh, logan um, uh, same question yeah i mean jared's right Bohan's only really played a quarter of the season um i know he's been on the court but he hasn't really played um <laughs> the uh i i i mean the reason i wanted to ask aj first is because it, it, it sets the point i'm saying is we, we we've talked there was a lot of talk about how great the lakers offseason was correct and how they got, they look better on paper from last year, and they did a lot of great things in the offseason. But the expectation is when you're competing for a title that your team's going to make a move. And so, yeah, I don't know what the move is, but I say yes, you make the move just because that's that's they're, they're not a perfect team, and I don't know what gets them there. But um, yeah, I think you have to make a move, especially if you got a chance to compete. You don't know when this window will ever be open like this again. I mean, this yeah. is not we haven't seen this. I mean, on, honestly, I know I give people a hard time about ninety seven, ninety eight, but really, in our adult life. We've never for it, 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 I know AJ living in the penthouse can't relate to this, but <laughs> the rest the rest of us this is like the, the the closest they've been in a long long time and just a weird random story has nothing to do with this. But you, you mentioned Kevin Love, I had the weirdest dream last night. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 I even wrote this out and I just crashed out. But there's the guy on um, there's a guy on Twitter named Carlos and it's, it's a Utah Jazz Fawns. I don't even really know him at all. We've interacted maybe a handful of times, but I had a very vivid dream that he and I woke up this morning and got on the phone <laughs> and talked to Kevin Love in person and convinced him to come to the Jazz. <laughs> That's and I don't amazing. know why. It was very, it was very disturbing and uncomfortable. And I don't, I, I, I almost said something <laughs> about it, but I'm like, this guy's gonna be freaked, freaked the bleep I'm- out. So I didn't. Dude, that's incredible. My guess is that uh, at Real McCoy now has reality altering powers and is accepting these ideas into random Twitter people's heads to try to get, get them. That's true. That's true. We should, we, should, McCoy. <laughs> we should ask more people if they had random McCoy Maximoff. Hey, I'm Mark. And this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. Okay, so we brought AJ on because uh, <laughs> there was a tweet uh, a week or two ago, 
And we're, we're, the Jazz are going to play the Lakers in about a week or two here. We wanted to get ready for that anyway. But AJ's got something on his chest here. He's he's talking about Jazz fans just wilding on him. Um, that's like I'm I'm too old to know what that lingo means. Oh hey but, hey, uh, let me set him up. Let me set him up real quick. Let me set him up. What do you think? You you want me to set him up? Oh I I just go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, AJ. Jazz fans, we're looking at stats. We're looking at 538. 27% chance to to make to no, 37% chance to make the finals. 27% chance to win the finals. The Lakers have been bopped off, bumped off of their top spot in stats, and Jazz fans are going crazy. And I know Jazz fans going crazy makes you crazy cuz I see you talking about it. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. can I get your thoughts on this? You may have just opened up a can of worms. Uh, Say it with your chest, man. Say it with your chest. So, here's the thing. Jazz fans. Um, and it's a lot It's a lot of jazz fans that I love. I, I love a lot of jazz fans. Jazz fans are tripping. I'm going to tell you why. You do not. If anything, they should have learned something from the regular season champion Clippers. You don't bet on a regular season. You don't get hype on a regular season. Learn that from the Clippers last year. Learn that from the the Bucks two years in a row. Learn that from these teams. Regular season means squat. It's cool to get hype for your team. But the amount of Jazz fans I have seen that said Jazz in five. Oh, ain't nobody stopping us. We top three in everything. I mean, that's cool. Be top three in everything. That is amazing. But the question I have is, can Donovan Mitchell hit the big shot? Can he? And Donovan Mitchell, when it comes down to it, can he hit the big shot? Jazz fans right now are loving the success of their team, and I think that's incredible. But you also got to be realistic. You bet in the farm on an unproven team. And and there is no, absolutely no guarantee, absolutely no guarantee that they'll be able to pull this out. Just period. You have a solid point guard, absolutely solid point guard. Um, Joe Ingles? You... <laughs> You you have Joe Ingles who was the great white hope. <laughs> you have and I listen before this I I truly do think Jordan Clarkson it can be the sixth man of the year. Dude has been a bucket since he came in the league. He's never averaged below fifteen points a, a game ever. Um, so you got a solid six man. Uh, but. What else do you have? Because all all of that, all of that can absolutely, because this is the thing. Players, especially smart players, figure out your tendencies. And when you're unproven, they key in on that in the postseason. That happens at every level you play at. Amateur, semi-pro, professional, every level you play at. Because they know what you like to do. They know your tendencies. And so you got a couple of really solid players. But what else do you have? What do you have for the Joel Embiid's? What do you have for for the Nikola Jokic? What what do you have for that? 
Okay, fair, fair. Jared, um, uh, I'm going to give you, uh, uh, well, first of all, uh, AJ, your Twitter handle is underscore the fit pastor, right? Yes. Yeah. Underscore T H E F I T P A S T O R on Twitter, folks. Um, uh, if you're yeah. listening, <laughs> at underscore the fit pastor. Uh, Jared, um, first rebuttal. Go ahead. Well, I mean, he's not wrong. And so uh, refuting this is difficult. Um, the AJ was talking about, uh, playoff. He's talking to me before about playoff experience. And, you know, I brought up, uh, Michael, Michael Conley, Mike Conley, you know, whatever you want to call him, Mr. MC hammer. Um, and you know, he's been to a conference finals, uh, jazz players. We've had, we got players that have been to the second round, but All I mean, right. Well, uh, okay. So you agree with AJ? That's. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's. I like, mean, no, this is forty nine, folks. It, um, uh, it's hard. At it's Go hard to refute the fact that we don't have anybody with NBA Finals experience. Okay. It's hard to refute the fact that. I mean that that is difficult to to refute. Can I say I completely agree with him? No, because I do believe that unproven players, quote unquote unproven players can make a difference in the playoff and can change their narrative. We've seen this happen with the Dirk Nowitzkis of the world. Um, we've seen this happen with, I mean, we've seen this happen with a lot of players. And I think that the narrative that Rudy Gobert gets played off the floor in the playoffs is completely and utterly overblown. And that is something I use, see other fan bases make Jared, you all made the that time. argument before. Oh, no, I know, but AJ's never heard it, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jared's made this. He's arguing with All right, well, let's, Logan, do you have a rebuttal? Yeah, uh, two things real quick. Um, the the Jazz have as many finals appearances as uh, as Jokic and Embiid combined as well. So that's my rebuttal Ooh, to those, 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 those two specific players. Uh, but I'm also not foolish enough to think we don't need some th- things. That's why I think the one seed is important because I don't want to have to go through the Lakers. I'm hoping, you know, on a or prayer. Clippers, that yeah. One or, or the or, other, not both. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not foolish enough to think that it's, it's going to, if, if we have to go through the Clippers, the Clippers, the Lakers, and then whoever comes out of the East, then yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot tougher and it's going to be extremely challenging. So I think that's why it's important to try to position yourself as well as you can in the regular season. I completely, you know, AJ's right that it doesn't mean anything, but it means something for us because I don't think that we are, that uh, we aren't where we need to be yet. So I guess I'm agreeing and disagreeing so, at the same time. So. See, so, 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 so everybody sees what I'm saying. It's I mean, you that, you're talking you to reasonable fans seed. here. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. You, it's you got a lot of fans, man, who are who are thinking that they can just we don't drink too late over here. <laughs> yeah, you you can't. That's the thing. Is like you can't because um um. It's 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 like Logan just said. You want that first seed because if the playoffs end today, you're either going to be playing the Nuggets or the Grizzlies, and I like the odds for the Jazz in that series, right? I like their odds. But if you take that 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 third seed or that fourth seed, oh no, no, that first that first round is going to be rough. And the thing is, is un if un, unless they are in that. That top spot, and there's what 47 games left. Unless they're in the top spot after these next 47 games, it's going. It's postseason going to be rough. Right. 
I've, there's, uh, there's a lot of games left, but so we're just talking, you know, here now, 24 and 5 Jazz, right? Um, oh, I, I, I will absolutely take a Toronto Raptors championship. Like, I don't even care. Yeah. I don't even care if they're hurt. I mean, or they're, we're or not going to dance on any injuries, but yes. Oh, I, 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 uh, bite. Same. I bite. Same. I bite. I can't actually make any promises, but uh, <laughs> no, I know. Absolutely. I mean, I don't even care. Like, it, it's, it's been so long coming. I don't even care if it's a fluke or we cheat. I don't even. That's why. Yeah. Who knows how I feel about that? I don't, I I don't mean, even care. I'll take that. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? Um, yeah. That's what they say. So before we um uh, yeah so um uh, real quick like uh, let, let's sum it all up. How do you think we're making so um, many of these magic? Twenty four or five, right? So um uh, the Jazz um uh, are so the Jazz have one loss in the past. It feels like a month uh, against the Nuggets team. Um, I, I will say the, the narrative of the Nuggets shot extremely well in that first half, hurting the Jazz. You know, there's a lot of merit to that. The Jazz, the the Nuggets shot like, 15 or 17 from three pointer. Like that was something that um uh, the Jazz really need to work on, and the Jazz had a tough game. Um, in the first game against the Nuggets, which they ended up winning uh, barely, or like near the end, uh, it, went, it went went to the wire, I should say. The Nuggets does seem like a tough matchup for the Jazz. I will say that. Oh but yeah, the Jazz, like, they got an MVP candidate for sure. So, AJ, how do you feel about this narrative here? This narrative that the Jazz, like the Jazz, again, they played the Clippers tonight. No Kawhi, no Paul George, mm-hmm. but you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, two months ago they they beat the Clippers with. Quiet Leonard and Paul George. The Jazz didn't have Mike Conley. I mean, it's not quite the same, but it's a little bit the same. I mean, there's there's a little bit to that. The, the Jazz have been without Mike Conley for six, seven games right now and have won all those games. The Jazz have won, you know, games, you know, the third game uh, in a in a back to back and a one night rest uh, four night series. The Jazz have beat the Bucks, who are mostly healthy twice uh, this season. The Jazz have um uh, uh the Jazz have had you know, pretty good wins. Uh, well, I mean, do you feel the Jazz have had good wins, or are, do you think I'm as all like all fluke to the the Jazz winning these many games? Well, I'm definitely. Uh, uh, and to quote uh, my boy Jared, uh, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't drink the Kool Aid. I'm not gonna sit there and say uh, that the Jazz have not had good wins when you're when you're beating championship favored teams. And beating them handily, like the way they beat the Bucks, and the the Bucks are listen. I know that they were the favorite, and I said that. The, but the Bucks defensively, the Bucks are a tough team. When you beat that team uh, as as good as the Jazz did earlier on this season, that's impressive. When you uh, damn near forty piece the Cavaliers, that is impressive. Um, you know, so I think that the Jazz are are. I mean, these are solid wins that they're getting no doubt um <clears throat> very solid wins i mean and, and as far you know you had mentioned mike Conley, mike Conley being out a little bit listen man are you, you only need mike Conley in the fourth quarter during the playoffs that's when you need mike because because <laughs> he'll disappear for three quarters but come fourth quarter mike Conley will go eight for eight and win the game for you um Fourth quarter, Mike, and fourth quarter, Don. Yeah, I mean, like putting you know, it in the so notebook. <laughs> it's it's solid. They got it's like I said, solid, solid dudes, man. Um, I think that uh, you know those wins are, are definitely justified because I mean they've been playing their butts off, um, you know. But like I said, let's let's not crown them just yet. You still got uh, a couple of uh, Western Conference juggernauts, um, and, and quite honestly, uh, listen, man. I know that he 
this this gentleman I'm about to mention, I know he often uh, has very inefficient shooting nights, but um, heaven forbid that Damian Lillard does something with these Blazers and and brings them up, or the Jazz got to play them first round because this dude is on a freaking mission right now. Oh, it's all, it's all it's, it's all right. Jazz fans would love it because they seem to love Damian Lillard just kicking our ass. So yeah, uh, they do. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, a dude is uh, all of Ogden Twitter is just like, oh, forget the Jazz. I love Dame. Listen, man, and and Dame is he does not have a great record in the playoffs, but Dame put fifty on you in the playoffs, easy. Um, oh, Dame, you know. Dame, Dame, Dame's good enough to win a playoff series by himself. That's for sure. He's done that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, this is like, I don't want my Lakers to run into Dame in the play. I mean, I know we did last year. And quite honestly, I think the reason that we had a gentleman sweep is because he got hurt. Um, but like, you know, it's like I said, man, it's just it's other teams to think about. But I think that the Jazz have been they've been doing real solid. They just got to continue to do solid. Yeah, I, I said it on Twitter the other day. I said we should all hate the Blazers more than we hate them, and just for that did not get good responses. But you're 100 percent correct. Look at we, our we history should, and series with should, the Blazers. We, we, we should we should we, we, should, we should hate, hate them. We should them. hate them more, and we should hate uh, what they they've done. They've, they've done all kinds of sketchy things with, with players and things in the past too. But I, I've got a question for you, AJ. Because oh, jail Blazers. Of, yeah, who? Well, those guys were those guys were fine. I could go for some Bonzi Wells, Jr. Ryder. Those guys were those guys were good. Uh, but if I do have a question for AJ. I love me some Zebo, man. I'm just curious. I'm just curious, like what your take is on this, because there's there's a lot of verbiage that goes around that just drives me up the wall. Um, right. I, I, I call it loser talk, and I just want to see. I mean, obviously you're you're used to following a team that has high expectations. So I mean, some of the loser talk I'm talking about is schedule loss, second game of back to back. This team is better than their record. I mean, is from a, from a Lakers fan, is that something that you how much stock do you put into those statements or actually the, or not even the statements, those things being actual things? Cause it feels like, it feels like excuse making that's built in for, at least from my perspective with the, like with the, with the, you know, three schedule games loss. and yeah, five days loss. type things. Yeah. And just, and just calling it a schedule loss before you even get there or it's a back to back. So we can't win. Uh, uh, to quote, the 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 birthday man himself his royal airness um you get paid millions for games for schedules like this uh so you knew what it was when you signed the contract i feel that's all, that's all i, I want to hear i feel no way <laughs> i mean like come on man listen i would love literally i would love to have 40 million dollars a year coming to my pocket to dribble a but I play a hundred regular season games in a hundred days. If you paying me that much, it's uh, the schedule loss and all that other stuff. Listen, man, you get paid millions of dollars to stay in shape. Most teams help get you uh, somebody who who will train you and, and get you good food to make sure you stay in shape and your body can handle it, bro. Stop complaining. <laughs> Shout out to um, uh, Punk003 who posted a, a gif of um, uh, uh, Bugs and uh, Michael Jordan. was like, oh, this is the goat's birthday. I was like, oh, Bugs Bunny. Uh, Bugs Bunny did, did save the, the um, world from aliens. So I, I mean, yeah, I mean, Bugs Bunny's the reason Michael Jordan saved us, you know? Yeah, so just, just saying. Um, okay. Great, great, so, great, great GM. 
but yeah, no, my, my, my whole circle around that though, is to say that as, as, as fans, it's weird. Cause we're talking about telling them to tell them to calm down a little bit, but also at the same time, if you have those high aspirations, you're not defaulting to why you're going to lose tonight is essentially what I was getting at. And I, it's, it's, re, it's refreshing to hear that I was correct that other, other people, those aspirations don't see it that way. So just right. a, just a, just, just a minor rant that irritates the hell out of me. Nothing, nothing major. Jared Logan. Um, are we worried about this Jazz team after the first quarter anymore? Uh, no, absolutely not. No, it's not. I want to say no, and then I actually watched the first <laughs> quarter of the day, and I got a little a little antsy. Um, but it just it it, it you, you st- there's still so much PTSD that's there, man. Like, how much, <laughs> no, 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 I get that. Yeah, it's just. It, and, and I'm not going to shame anybody for for still worrying yeah, about it, man. I I, I I said the same thing. I was like, God, oh, what are they doing? It just looked like they were flat, and then you're like, you know, we just got to figure it out. Just got to figure it out. And yeah, they so, do. They have. <laughs> it's crazy. Just, so just, um, just 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 a war of attrition tonight. I think it was just there right. wasn't there wasn't enough. Those guys maxed themselves out, and at the end, we had the better players tonight. But right. To 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 jump on what um uh, uh, AJ said about um uh, like so when we beat the Bucks I know this is like from Tabasco but when, when the Jazz beat the Bucks um uh, the Bucks were actually number one in offense at the time uh, offense rating were like number ten defense rating than that so that's a that's a really good win um so AJ real quick before we move on to your slander here that's gonna turn everybody away from this podcast um, <laughs> uh so Jazz Lakers Clippers those are those are the elite of the West agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, I wanted to start the podcast with like, "Hey, AJ, um, I don't put words in your mouth or anything." But um, uh, why are the Jazz the best team um, uh, in the past twenty years that you've ever seen? And um, uh, but I decided not to. I decided not to. But uh, all right, so you should have. That would have been gold, Jerry. That's gold. I would have gave you AJ's mouth. The Jazz, the Lakers, the Clippers. Are the, uh, what team do you disagree with? Uh, are being the elite in the West? Is it the Clippers and the Jazz, or do you, do you think I'm uh, the Clippers or the, or just Jazz? Like, which one is not elite of those three? Which one is not elite? Uh, I mean, record-wise, you can't say um, any of them aren't elite. I mean, you're looking at. 21 teams with, with single-digit losses uh, for now. Um, so, I mean, yeah, if, you, if you're if looking at what they're doing right now, you look at win percentages, you look at all these other stats, and, yeah, you got you got three elite teams. Um, but, you know, once again, I'm not a dude who gets caught up on regular season stuff. Uh, but I will say, yeah, you got three elite teams. Okay. I'll so love you, uh, I love you this. Which one has the least elite players? Which one has the least elite players? Yeah. Come on, give oh, it to me. Give it to okay. me. You know what I <clears> want to hear? Yeah, I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. The Utah Jazz has the least elite players. I'm going to say that right now. Utah Jazz <laughs> has the least elite players. The Utah Jazz, they have really, really great players who play their roles really, really well. But you only have one elite player on that team, and his name is Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I thought it was George's. Damn it. I thought it was Joe. <laughs> it's not Joe Ingles. I'm, I'm out of Georgie Porgy peas and pie. Like, that's your that's your elite team or that's your elite player right now. It's not it, it's not the the George's what's his name? Niang or whatever. It took his pants took took his pants off on TV today if you got the hee hee streams. Uh <laughs> I didn't notice that. Uh, I did, yeah. yeah. It's it's not him. It's not <laughs> what's his name? Bo Boyan Bohan? Boyan Bogdanovich. Yeah. We, Logan we, call him, we, we call him Boner. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't it ain't him. That's you it's 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 def it's definitely not Mr. Eleven and Eleven. It's definitely not him. Wow. We got Kazab here on the podcast, everybody. <laughs> Listen, man. Did, just just let's not beating around the bush. Give us your Rudy's trash take. Let's just get to it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, y'all ready for this? You ready <laughs> for this? You ready for I'm this? Ready for ready. Shaq was yeah. Shaq was right. <laughs> Shaq was right. Here's the thing. Oh, no. How do, how do you average 11 and 11 and you get a $205 million extension? You know who else averaged 11 and 11? Andrew Bynum, Zadrunas Ogowskis, DeMontis Sabonis. All trash big men. They're average big men. So you mean to tell me I average 11 and 11 in a couple blocks and I get a, a $205 million extension? This. When you've seen any of those other guys do what Rudy can do. Come on. Average eleven and eleven. No, and no, get no, two no, blocks? no, 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 no. You know what it. I'm talking about. They There's not one side it. of the floor. There's two sides of the floor. I, yeah, oh, 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 oh! You mean play defense? Yeah. Oh man, you know who? You know who did that? Uh, Serge Ibaka and averaged more and averaged more blocks than Rudy ever has, and still never got that much money. And has scored better than Rudy has. Yeah, but you're and also talking about like back when money wasn't as big. I mean, that's that's part he, of my problem with what scored, Shaq is saying. Yeah, Supermax contracts didn't exist. Years. <laughs> exist. Come on. So uh, I'm going to sum up AJ's feelings here. <laughs> so um, uh, he, he thinks Kazam. No. He thinks Kazam is um, uh, correct. So, so you're really big on the 11-11. You think Rudy needs to do more. So Logan, this is actually something that you've touched on. Uh, you know, for years now, like how Rudy is such an enigma, right? Because he doesn't give you what traditional offense looks like, right? Yeah. Um, so, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No. So, by AJ, you mean averaging 11, 11? You mean 11 rebounds and 11 screen assists per game? Is that the 11, 11? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Here's my. This is my big thing. This is my big thing. To, to be a big who, for your career, you average 11 points, 11 rebounds, and less than two assists a game. You want to be considered an elite big man. I don't care about the blocks. I don't care about the defensive player of the years, right? I, I, I don't. Here's why I don't care about that. Because in the postseason, when you're still getting, when you're getting destroyed by these big men that you beat out for blocks and defensive players of the years and stuff like that, that's what I'm talking about. If you or if you were like being an elite big man, I need 22 and 15 out of you, and then your three blocks, and then those 11 and, uh, screen assists a game. Like to <laughs> me, so, so Rudy, to me, isn't enough for you then. 20. Oh, you talking about tonight? When's the last <laughs> time he did that? What did he get? What did he get against the Philadelphia 76ers without Joel Embiid? What did he get? Go ahead and tell me. You don't know? 11 and 9. I don't know, and I don't care. 11 and 9. won the game. I don't care. 11 and 9. All right. So, um, uh, <laughs> uh, so Logan, Spor- like you brought this Spor- up. Spor- about- below his average. <laughs> exactly. Logan uh, has brought up, like, that Rudy Gobert, because um, he doesn't have the traditional offensive numbers. And this is why Jazz fans get dunked on, because David Locke pushes out, you know, uh, they have to make out screen assists, right? And all these other things that... Logan was pushing that tonight, so... And so um, it's pushed out because um, uh, they want to quantify what Rudy does because there's no quantifiable stats right now that show what. And, and here's the thing: like Doris Burke, a very intelligent NBA mind, uh, was even talking about it on one of the last ESPN games that she called for the Jazz. I want to say Jazz Mavericks. 
Um, yeah, that's correct. And so the the thing is that there's I I, I get what AJ saying, I get what Kazan was saying, like, but it, when you when you boil it down to just like raw stats, I get it. Like, if you do one of these like, here's player A versus player B comparisons or whatever, yeah, you're gonna get that. But uh, and it's just us. We 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 watch Rudy Gobert. Like when I say we, I mean the three hosts here, not AJ obviously, <laughs> but the three of us. Uh, we're ingrained in this culture to like watch and see what Rudy does. Offensively, defensively, the gravity he has. Um, the Jazz don't need to have Rudy go for 20-20 every night. That's just, you know, that's not how they play the game. Um, and Rudy's figured out a way, like especially this year. Like uh, I've been very impressed watching Rudy uh, play this year because, uh, I mean, the, everything about the Jazz this year is impressive. Like the gravity that each player has, including Rudy. Um, I know screen assist is a big joke everywhere else besides, you know, well, everywhere, including Utah, uh, in most places. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's just because it's because like everybody's trying to make him a quantifiable stat to show, Hey, you know, this is what you need to watch with Rudy Gobert. And, you know, AJ doesn't see it. AJ doesn't watch it. And I'm not offended. I mean, that's, you know, I don't no, get offended. At, I don't know. Some, that's, uh, you know, somebody else is yeah. not seeing what we see and that's fine. And I, I get that. And I understand your argument and I understand where you're coming from. Um, the argument that I would make is that, hey, look, you know, there's not something quantifiable that that we can show at Rudy Gobert. But if you sit there and you watch 30 games like um uh, like we have as Jazz fans, and and watch watch all of them and closely scrutinize all of them, you you, you might see it. You, you might see the screen assist stuff. You might see the gravity he he pulls. You might I see him. You're not... gonna see the reason shooters are getting as open as they are is because of that role gravity. So uh, here's here's well, why here's my at, thing. He's good. And I say this on Twitter. He's good, but he's not elite. Rudy Gobert is a good player, but he's not an elite big man. He's a good big man, but he's not elite. He's he's top ten. He ain't top five. What if we top put it 15, for you this maybe. way? For any other team, I could not understand them paying what we pay Rudy. For our team, I get it. Like, Even, no, I I don't agree with that either. I am no. Uh, I think, he's getting um, too much money. <laughs> I, I I I've made this comparison before, right? Like I'm um, a uh, uh, DBs, cornerbacks in the NFL. Like some of the buns that were, you know, this is I don't know if this is still true. Like the the 90s and 2000. I'm a uh, the guy who played for the Raiders. I can never pronounce his name. But um, uh, he was always considered one of the elite cornerbacks, right? But um, he never had the numbers to back it up. And why was that? Is because quarterbacks threw the opposite way. Like they they, they never. You're threw. talking like a Richard Sherman effect type thing. Sure. Uh, they they never threw towards. Uh, they, you just don't throw toward the elite cornerbacks. Uh, if you go watch like that Celtics game and oh, whoever they played against, so, you, you you might see that um, uh, players are. You know, they they we see it. You know, they do the U turn. They go into the paint. They see Rudy Gobert there. Oh, yeah, they're like, nope. Happened all night the other night. Oh. And so that happens uh, a lot. Yeah, it's a Sixers. We saw it too, right? So, um, yeah, those those are just like small things. Again, unquantifiable because there's no block. There's nothing there. Um, it's just one of the I, things. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. This comes up again because, and this is not before we even knew we were having AJ on. Like, I still like Rudy. I. Rudy is just so, you know, enigmatic for me. I have the hardest time, like, figuring out. Because when I first started paying attention to the Jazz, you know, I was very much of the mindset AJ was. This guy, okay, this is this is not this is not what these fans think he is. 
And then you watch it more and you start to drink the Kool-Aid. They, they've got their advanced analytics and their numbers that show these different things. And like you said, his, 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 his weight on the game. And so I, I got into the Rudy camp and defended him, you know, mostly because I just wanted to be a little, I wanted to be, it was him or Don. So I took his side. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. I, I've gone back and forth on it a lot lately because that's the thing I begin to wonder is as jazz fans, we're constantly telling everyone how elite he is and you've got to watch it and see it. And I think some people are like a little bit disrespectful in how bad they say he is. But at the same time, it's like, if, if all these people continue to say, Hey, that's not what he is. It, it, it just makes me wonder. It's just a, it's an interesting thought activity. And to, to my, to, to my, it's just, it's just hard to figure out what he would be somewhere else. If he'd have the same influence, if he was on a different team or if the jazz, that, he, he's just like the perfect fit there. But when it comes to elite, I, I don't, I agree with AJ in this regard because elite to me is when the game is on the line, you can run sets for a guy, you can run plays for a guy, and he's going to get you points. We can talk about defense all you want. That I get actually that. makes a lot of sense. That I, I, I get it. But, but at the end of the game, when, when, the, when, it's, when it's coming down, you got to get stops, but you also got to be able to score and, and, and put the ball in someone's hands and let them do things. And I, that's always been my one biggest knock against Rui that keeps him from, uh, I guess, quote-unquote elite status is you just can't – the things he does, I get it. He gets the open shooters. He gets the pick and roll. But if you get the right people defending it, it can be shut down. And we all are, we all know he doesn't have an offensive game outside and of – And that is why – that is my one concern for the playoffs is the fact that Rudy's not going to be able to score. So he's, um, he's going to get played off the floor. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm with you, AJ. I was interesting because we were. I was thinking about this the last couple of days. I'm like, there's a lot of people who I who I respect their opinion are saying these things, and you get into your little dome of the jazz dome, like we're, we're protective of our Rudy, and you start to drink a little bit too much of the Kool Aid, and you start, okay, maybe, you know, he's he's a great, he's he's a great, he's a good player, he's a good player, and he's a great for the Jazz, but no, he's not going to be your NBA Finals MVP. You're you're he's not he's not going to be those things because he doesn't possess the skills necessary to, and we watch him offensively. It looks very vomitous still. It's not pretty to watch. It's just yes. not. It, it's hey, not. you took a jumper tonight. I was kind of happy for him. I know. I, uh, I was very happy. I was very happy about that. I was like, oh, just like, I mean, more. listen, man, I'm, I'm listen. He's nice. He's good. He's not great. He's, he's solid. Here's, he's great for Utah. But if you put Rudy Gobert on any other team, he will more than likely average. I, I he'd average less than ten points and maybe same amount of rebounds, same amount of blocks. But he would be he would almost be a non-factor anywhere else. When I think about elite, I'm thinking about this dude can go anywhere and be a difference maker. That makes sense. And and when you look at Rudy, he's perfect for the system he's in. But you put him somewhere else, and it's not going to be that the coaches won't be able to use him. It's just gonna be that he won't fit. He he won't fit on an elite team. He'll be average elsewhere. So like I said, he's good. He's just not great. Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. <laughs> but if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week jazz twitter crushes or other fun pop culture things you have come to the right place that's right and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts and also on twitter at jazzy gals pod go jazz go jazz i will um uh, you know we we have to take a break because um 
I'm usually very, uh, you know, nonchalant, you know, collected about uh, jazz feelings. Uh, you know, I try not to get too high or too low. Um, I'm sure I'm with like, you know, our, all, all 12 of our listeners and I are probably just, I, I pushed a hole in my wall after hearing AJ talk about Rudy Gobert. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what you did? Wow. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know, like I, I've never, I, I, all I saw was red. It was very weird. Um, I, I went dark mode. <laughs> all right. So let's finish up here. Um, uh, we're going to talk about, so one big thing that's, uh, I saw trending on the jazz Twitter lately, um, uh, AJ, I want you to go first. Like, so this jazz team is being compared to, and like you talk about, you know, this is a 2015, it was it 2015 Atlanta Hawks team? The the Corver Millsap, yeah, Corver uh, Millsap, uh, Al Horford, uh, yeah. Jeff Teague, and Damari Carroll, uh, starting lineup for that Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. All right, so, uh, I want you to tell me what you, uh, see, um, what are the difference between that 2015 team and this Utah Jazz team that people are comparing it to? What is what is the difference between that 2015 team? Yeah, and, and, and this team. Uh, what are what are the differences? Um, uh, this this Utah Jazz team doesn't have Shelvin Mack backing up your starting point guard, so that helps. <laughs> oh, PTSD, um, oh, no. yeah. oh, you know, dude, dude, Shelvin uh, Mack is a trigger word for us. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. What did he he came to Utah like the year he after? He came to Utah he? and we started him, and he got he yeah. played too many minutes, too many games. Yeah. See, so the thing is, is, is I mean, here's here's the biggest difference is this Jazz, the Jazz have a better bench than uh, that Hawks team did, right? That's why the Hawks, that's why they lost or got swept by the Cavs in the conference finals that year. Uh, they didn't have a bench. They did not have a bench at all. They they couldn't they couldn't really play well off of the bench. I mean, you, you're talking about some some old players uh, or very inexperienced players who couldn't do too much. Um, so I, I would say like that's that's gonna be your biggest your biggest difference. Um, but the thing is too though is <laughs> well no no, really, no 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 if, if you're gonna do if you're gonna, I, I save the uh, I save the saves for Jared um, uh, Jared. What are like? I mean, if you can compare that 2015 Atlanta Hawks team and this Utah Jazz team. What are similarities? Similarities? Uh, is that we're better by committee? Uh-huh. Um. So, like, we have really good continuity. We have really good flow in the offense. We have players that understand the system and know how to work together and play together really well. Yeah. L- Logan, what side did you want on that uh, on the uh, debate? On the Hawks one, yeah, uh, I just, I just don't. I mean, in my mind, I don't think that anyone on the Hawks was as good as Donovan. And so oh, I think it's a, different, yeah. a, a, a bit of a different animal. I think that their best player is probably closer to Mike Connolly than than anyone else. Absolutely. Uh, the, 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 the comp game is hard for me because I just don't see. And it, it, the, the, the the Hawks are the latest one. It was the it was various incarnations of the the Warriors the last five to seven years. It was the 2014. I just don't think that anyone's – I don't think as far as – I mean, there's there's players, I get that, but I just don't think anyone's playing the way the Jazz are playing. This is a different a different style of basketball we've seen. So I, I have a hard time getting the comps. So what's the one the – what's my, my all-time laziest one, I think, is the Pistons. The O3 Pistons, what was the right. Pistons champion? I'm like, there's nothing the same about those teams at all. There's nothing. Like, the players aren't even close to being the same. The mm-hmm. style of play isn't the same. I just I, – I don't – I don't know. I think I, for just the Hawks – I think we got two players that are better than anyone that was on their team. 
I think AJ, AJ, makes great, AJ, AJ makes a great point about depth too. So I think we got more more good players. I think AJ was trying to say that basically I mean, that's a team that even though they had four all. I mean that team had four all stars. So I mean sometimes I'm like oh so it's not it's not an awful like it's, I didn't think it was an insult to be a comp to that team. I guess because like they got something in the playoffs. Is, is well, but 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 the, but the people who posted that were not trying to be nice. It's like the it's. Like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, there's, there's there's context to what they're saying. He's not saying that the compliment you just like when Kazam says that Donovan is the fifth best guard. He's he's it's it's a, it's about the way he's delivering. It's like saying if right, you have right, right, right. seven seven brothers, you're my fifth favorite. That's not really. It's 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 the intent of the message. So um, yeah. uh, I'll give this so quickly. Like that, the Hawks team um, again, Jerry Messenger, that, that was a very good team ball effort. I mean, so good they got four All Stars, right? Uh, I want I want to say Corver and Teague never made another All Star game. Um, maybe Teague did, but I, I doubt it. I mean, Teague's also falling off the map too. Um, but there are some differences. Like like and Logan, you stole my point, so I, I was mad at you first. But um, uh, like. When people are making comparisons to this team, 03 Pistons, you know, whatever, and we've done it here too, kind of like saying, what teams is compared to? What we've seen the past month, like this Jazz team um, looks different. Like they they shoot threes like the Rockets did, right? But they have a big, a better role man uh, as you know in, in Rudy Gobert, which Agent doesn't believe, but I I, I totally believe this is a better <laughs> role man. Um, they have they they have a, a good rim runner in, in uh, 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 Rudy Gobert. Um, as um, uh, go listen to Jazz Girls, the Valentine's episode. As Jazz T Mama said, uh, uh, you know something about um, uh, when you go to the rim, the timing has to be just right. So, um, uh, Rudy Gobert. Um, yeah, who I want your thoughts on something because you're on a roll right now, and I want to kind of keep it rolling. Okay, okay. Well, well, let me finish this, and I'll let you. Got um, uh, so, um, uh, the Jazz, um, uh, you know, so there's a comparison to the Rockets team that shot a lot of threes, right? And we sort of had to talk about like. What happens if the Rockets have that game, whatever, game six or whatever against the Warriors where they don't make threes? And we've kind of seen that in like quarters and stuff. But I, I made the comment earlier, like, do we care about the first quarter anymore when the Jazz don't look right? Because we've had seven, eight, nine games of da- uh, of data now of the Jazz. Like, yeah, well, we, we may have um, uh, not played our best first quarter, but quarters two through four, it's going to come back and we don't worry about it. You know, uh, so again, the gravity of all, you know, five players, on the, whoever's on the court, all five, uh, even our boy, George Yang has gravity um, when he's out there. And if you leave him open, he's, he's making you pay now. So anyway, that's uh, that's that's why I think the you're right. Like making these comparisons are like, well, yeah, but the style that Jazz are playing are, is way different than anything we've seen. Um, it's not even it's not even what the Warriors do. It's not, it's not what the Rockets do. So because uh, the Jazz don't have one primary guy. Driving kicking. I mean, there's Donovan, but the Jazz do it with Joe Ingles. The Jazz do it with Mike Conley. The Jazz do it with Do um, Donovan and Jordan Clarkson. So, uh, oh, well, anyway, Jared, what was that? If you had to describe the way this Jazz team plays to somebody who is familiar with all these other teams but doesn't watch the Jazz, would you say it's fair to say something like, "Hey, if you took that 24, or if you took that whatever year it is, 2015 Hawks team, and you took the, these other two teams that you just mentioned, the the Rockets." And the Warriors, and you're like, if you if you merge all three of those teams, then maybe you come up with something similar to the Jazz, because, I mean, we have less star power than two of those big player teams we're talking about, yep. but but we, and we have the synergy of that Hawks team. So I think that that to me that's like the closest sort of, you know, quasi. Oh, you know, this kind of looks like that's what we're seeing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're right. Like I'm, uh, and so instead of calling it the blender uh, where I work, we're calling it the pinball right now, right? Oh, uh, that's uh, fun because I feel like it has evolved past blender. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm a what the the heat game is when they when they were passing really well. Like I mean, they had like what that ten pass thing where like they just pass until they got that dunk for that Rudy, and then um, the game against the Bucks is when I'm uh, like Boyan did the behind the back to root to Donovan who did the the baseball flick over to uh, to Joe in the corner. Um, yeah, the pinball has been working really well for the Jazz. Um, patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. Um, yeah, so this Jazz team, I, again, like I'm a, we saw like with the Jazz, with the Rockets, uh, the Warriors have changed the game like by shooting a lot of threes. The Jazz are not just jacking up threes when they the, the Jazz are like getting open shots. Saying I don't have the data. Uh, go to home court press for or, or the two and three to find this data. But I, I would say the Jazz are getting way more open threes than those two teams right like steph curry was draining shots with people in his face the jazz are just creating threes people so. were having to pick steph up at half court because he's just shooting right five, so i mean that's different yeah. Line, so yeah it's different than what the jazz are doing uh, oh yeah the jazz absolutely aren't, yeah the jazz aren't going one-on-one on you the jazz are pinballing you around yeah that's why i felt like similar we're almost like similar to the hawks in that way all right. Well, all right, cool. So I'm, uh, we're, we're, we're getting there to the end here. I'm a uh, Jared, you're going to get a Clarkson corner today or a nugget patch. Which one are you, are you doing? Uh, I got Clarkson corner for okay. you. So I'm a, uh, let's, uh, AJ, um, uh, uh, now that we, uh, jazz fans have cooled down uh, and are not mad at you anymore. What have you been up to, man? <laughs> what have I been up to? Oh gosh. Uh, planning a wedding. Uh, Mazel tov. yes. Thank you. Moving, uh, you know, and, uh dude dropping uh dropping some merch actually i just what? i just got the yeah i just got the proofs for my fit pastor hoodies tank tops t-shirts so you know uh checking those out going over some edits and trying to get this clothing line dropped and uh uh it's actually speaking of basketball it's the 10 year anniversary next month of uh my first uh, basketball championship and so me and my teammates have been planning kind of a little a little uh podcast episode on their end so we can oh, try that sounds to, fun we're gonna do uh <laughs> yeah we it's corny it's corny as hell but we got in, we got inspired by the last dance and so we're gonna do like a little two-part three-part podcast episodes awesome. talking about that season because we actually like that year man we lost i think like 11 12 straight games out of 30 games um and we came into you know national tournament as like a seven seed and and uh ended up winning the whole thing so you know just kind of doing that going down memory lane staying busy is that bro, like staying busy is that your senior year of high school or no nah, that was my freshman year of college freshman year of college yeah where was that where, college where was that at that was at a small school called hillsdale college in good old oklahoma Okay, um, man. I, I I got a buddy that did some JC stuff at Dickinson State up in North Dakota and stuff, and yep, it's, it's some wild rides people go on sometimes. You forget these powerhouses that are wouldn't come to the front of your mind. So, yep, yep, yep. Uh, all right, so, so again, like that's, community college being one of said powerhouses. That's not CC. Uh, that's not um, uh, that's not South Carolina College. Um, all right, so um, that's the Fit Pastor merchandise. Um, uh, uh, you can find you can find his uh, his merchandise. We'll we'll tweet the links out when he gets it. Uh, you can buy some, you know, use some uh, promo code Jazz High Notes to get ten percent off on your Fit Pastor tank top. And um, uh, oh, you get, better get be giving us ten percent. I I I, 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 I want a five finger discount. <laughs> I want a Lake Tender tank top. So if you can give me one of those, that'd be great. 
Ah. Oh, <laughs> work it out. The, the first time I ever interacted with the fit pastor on on Twitter was me attempting to be a punk and trying to talk trash on joggers, joggers not knowing what they were, and he very well educated me on what a jogger was. So, oh, oh, um, Logan still hates joggers though. I, I yeah, you gotta, he, you gotta, you gotta put he, the joggers he's, he's on, hated, man. Bro. I'll only, we got, we gotta I'll send him only, some some pictures of our fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I Jared, you. I do not ever want to see you in jobs. <laughs> um, I, uh, if there's some fit pastor joggers, that may be the one time I make the exception and wear them on Christmas Eve or something. So, hey, you know what? For you, I'm gonna drop an entire line of fit pastor joggers. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you can put me the tanks. So I'm buying tanks now. So. With a Z. <laughs> yeah, just guys, just just the tanks. Uh, Jared, um, uh, we've uh, reached some, uh, your favorite moment of the night. It's uh, the Clarkson Court. We, we were going to have Keegs on today, but Keegs has a grown-up job, and he can't be up as late as we are. So um, uh, so shout-out to Keegs. Uh, Jared, um, uh, Clarkson Corner, go for it. Ladies and gentlemen, over the last 20 games, the Jazz have found a variety of ways to win. This is a direct quote from SportsIllustrated.com. On Monday night... It was Jordan Clarkson who scored a season-high 40 points to lead the Jazz over the 76ers. Clarkson's 40 were the most by any Jazz player off the bench since Thurl Bailey scored 41 in 1988. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because like Kings mentioned how he wanted Jordan Clarkson to beat the record against the Sixers for like the most Jazz threes in history, right? Uh, but I was like, what about Randy Foy? Like, Randy Foy needs that. Randy Foy yeah, wants to come back to the Jazz. Yeah, seriously, he would get nothing here if he didn't have that. From what, I, from what I hear, Randy Foy wanted to come back to the Jazz, and they said no. So that's kind of Seriously? Kinda sad. I, Man, so. I, I would love him. I would. I mean, I'd have Randy Foy freaking replace Matt Harpering. Like, no, uh, this is when he played for the Jazz. Oh, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. like um, I'm, I'm saying we can bring him back now. The Jazz said no before, but how about now? Well, no, well, what are you talking about? Darren Williams is replacing Matt Harpering. Did you hear that? I don't know that that's 100% exactly what's happening. All right. I, here's, I here's, here's my question. Wait, are you here's breaking question. news that that's actually what's happening? It's a fun rumor. I, I, yeah, breaking news with a fake rumor. Yes. No, the big, the big, the bigger, the bigger question is: Was Darren, was Darren, has Darren gotten gray or did he bleach that? I could not tell. Uh, what I, I was like, yeah, he, he seemed to go gray a little quick too, though. So. More power uh, I, to him for, for, for keeping I told it. a story the, on the pod before, but it still makes me laugh when I'm uh, like some guy was wearing a Darren Williams jersey in Lagoon, and Darren Williams I'm, uh, like went up to him because he was in Utah and was like, hey, man, nice jersey. And the guy just looks at Darren and was like, oh, thanks, I man. I can't believe he didn't recognize him. Darren Williams is well, so recognizable. Like when he grows out his beard and like, I'm, uh, and, like when he goes like. No, I, I would recognize him. Anywhere, like well, you're, as long as I Darren, get more than a Darren fleeting William. glance, if somebody says hi to me and like I see his face, I'd be like, "Darren." No, I wouldn't. Probably wouldn't want to scream it because like I don't want to attract too much attention Darren, and like, give away his cover. Darren Williams ain't that recognizable. He looks like that. He looks like that pizza Dude, guy and who, you, never, you don't, who you never, never lived left his mom's Utah. basement. He is recognizable for you. I don't think he is. Um, yeah, I don't think he is. Like, like, like seriously, like sometimes he posts pictures and I'm like, that's John Williams. Like, oh my god. <laughs> it's, you know, like, I, no, remember, I will admit, like his last year with the Cavs, like he looked almost like a different guy. So, exactly. So okay. I was like, uh, whoa, Darren. <laughs> um, uh, follow Jared on Twitter at go this is forty nine. Um, uh, don't, don't do it, guys. Don't do it. You don't. You, it'll make your life worse. <laughs> uh, you can just follow him and mute him. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Logan, uh, Dragon, uh, Dragon, Dragon Cox, Dragon Cox. That's a, that's a great name, by the way. 
Like, can we make Dragon Cox t-shirts to go in the Fit Pastor uh, uh, merch store? Uh, as long as we spell Cox a certain way. It's sealed. Yeah. It's sealed. <laughs> Uh, with a Q. Um, Logan, um, uh, what's up, man? How, how you been? Where's the cock? Oh, Johnny Cook, I don't know. I've, 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 I've been good. I just, uh, I don't, I don't, I wish I could remember who, where this came from again, but just to, put, just to put a bow on Darren Williams, uh, never forget that Darren Williams covered a, a panther tattoo with an even larger panther tattoo. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's something that we, sh- we should never forget. Um, yeah. He's a legend just for that. Yeah, if we're, if we're just as as we as I like to do, plug plug our stuff here at the end. Uh, you know, obviously, if you want your jazz pod gear, you know, do you want this dot com? D o u w a n t t h i s dot com. Um, there's a couple there's a couple uh, jazz Twitter folks I want to shout out. A couple new, uh, you know, Hot Rod Duncan. Uh, we found out today he was there t- defending us on the Twitterverse. Uh, he told us he was listening to all of the pods today, so that was good to hear that Hot Rod Duncan's now in the mix. I think we've got uh, bearded grills in the mix as well. I think he's. Uh, I think he's. I think he's seen the light. We spread the good word to him. Real quick, Logan. Like it's so funny that we interacted with him a lot. I just thought he was a listener. I didn't realize that he never listened to an episode. He was like, yeah, "Wait, so you guys have podcasts?" <laughs> yeah, that's what I was surprised by. I'm like, he's he, he's a great guy. I mean, he's got he's he's there for the sports talk, but he's also got a good sense of humor. Uh, really solid guy. Um, the, the hot rod Duncan guy. I don't know him too well yet, but he's responded to some of the sketchier tweets I put out. So he's got a, he's got a real bright future. Um, uh, we, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, shout out Jay beans, uh, at Utah jazz project who actually plugged us last week, uh, unprovoked. So, uh, he, and he's, he's had a couple of threads going this week with, you know, getting some good people trying to get to, to find the right jazz Twitter people to follow, uh, building the army to storm down and kick down AJ's doors. So, um, oh, Jay, hey, Be- Jay, Jay beans is our guy. Let's also get, Give a f- shout out to uh, the pole master themselves, the, the Utah Jazz fanboys, who put us on the the pole for being the oh, worst I, jazz I, podcast. I, I bring that up. Don't worry. Don't you worry about that. So, uh, yeah. Like, so yeah, I got one more. It's uh, Rizzo Kizzo, R I Z Z O K I Z Z O. He's another. He's, he's another dude we interact with often on there, and uh, he he made a he made an interesting. Uh, he tweeted something out interesting the other day. He's like, it's amazing how Carmelo went from someone I can't stand to someone who I kind of respect. I was like, yeah, that strikes it. That's it was, it's, it's interesting. An interesting tweet that I enjoyed because it, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting as times gone on how for me personally, certain players have uh, shifted the way I looked at him. Like Kobe, I've obviously done a 180 on, I've actually done a 360. I love Kobe, hated Kobe. And it's, <laughs> I, I learned to respect him towards the end. Same with Tom Brady. I know it's not popular, but I've learned to appreciate his greatness. There is one man, however, one man, however, that I just still cannot stand, and that was his. It, it was his birthday today, uh, or yesterday now technically, but it was oh. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, uh, the goat. I'm not, I, I don't. I don't want any interaction on this. I just want to read off my lists of why, why he's not the goat. Um, <laughs> why he, why he's not the goat. And first of all, the argument that he never lost the finals. Well, technically, he lost every. He lost the finals every year. He didn't make it to the finals. Um, LeBron James is clearly a much better GM than Michael Jordan ever was. Uh, LeBron James, LeBron James didn't quit for two years in the middle of his career. Uh, I, I'm a personal believer that I think it's harder to do what LeBron's done by bouncing from team to team and having different setups and different surroundings than being with the same group of guys. Uh, yeah. I, I think, uh, 
when you run it into the ground every single stop jared what part of shut up and let me read my list didn't you understand like what part of that didn't you get your list is evil Uh, i I wasn't i I wasn't i wasn't splooging all over the like you've got somebody who lives in chicago on this podcast and you're like taking a dump all over the goat of that city that's exactly my point and i'm not done yet um, I, I, I ran, I ran a Twitter poll before saying who was the better coach. And it was pretty resounding that, that Jordan had a better coach, had a better number two option, had a better number three option. So better supporting cast than LeBron had. Um, nobody's ever had the hype like LeBron James has coming out of high school. Um, my last two, you'll probably need your bleeper ready. Uh, let's see here. Let me read this. Oh, that's right. Uh, liver eyes and, uh, Michael Jordan's a <laughs> human. So those are my reasons why he's not, he's not my goat. Um, AJ, you do live in Chicago, so um, uh, I, I want to yes. see you agree, though. Uh, no, nah, I listen. I don't think that uh, Michael Jordan is the goat. Um, I never have. Um, in my personal opinion, uh, LeBron, Raymond James is the best player I've ever laid eyes on, next to Kobe being Bryant. Uh, reason being is Kobe took everything Mike did. As far as footwork, as far as being a killer, he took it and then he elevated it. Um, and honestly, how many more records does LeBron James have to break for you to recognize that he's better than Michael Jordan? Um, and, and, and like Logan said, he he came out of high school supposed to be great, and he excelled past every single every everything that that the media put on him. As far as he's expected to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. He took Zadrunas Elgowskis to the finals. That is amazing. AJ, um, uh, you would have ended up ahead with Jazz fans if you just stopped stopped with the Michael Jordan slander. Just like stopped it there, you know, like Michael Jordan slander. Jazz fans love it. No, I don't know know if they do. They all seem to get pretty hard on with that. That uh, last dance came out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. And, uh, and they, the they, they they hate LeBron so much they're not willing to accept that either though. That's true. And also he didn't push off. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you don't even believe AJ, in the push off. Come on. AJ, you're back. You can't use uh, that. You can't use that. That's disingenuous. Okay. Didn't push off. Uh, didn't push off. All right. So I'm. Uh... <laughs> oh boy, I, that, was, that was a lot to take in. Um, that's what she said. All right. So um, uh, I do want to shout out um, uh, as as Jared mentioned um, uh, at Utah Jazz fanboys. Um, really pretty um, uh, pretty obvious what they do. They're they're fanboys of Utah Jazz. Uh, we actually made it on a poll. One of they they do a lot of polls, and uh, I'm very proud that to say. I, and I really am. Like um, they actually DM me to be like, hey, no offense. I was like, yeah, none taken. Like I, I, we were on a po- poll with Jazz and Gals hitting the high notes, locked on jazz, and that's a pretty good company to be in in the jazz podcast um, atmosphere right um like uh please go vote on that poll uh again at utah jazz fanboys that's at utah jazz fanboys and vote for hitting the high notes because i really want to say that uh we beat david Locke. and so um me too man i i I honestly almost voted for us and then i messed it up i did definitely um uh and uh yeah i think people are doing other to be to be nice there um uh, but no we we have a one-star review post uh we can take the criticism um and so we love it. We feed I, on it. I don't think it's uh, David Locke, but he's like he's the gold standard. Like you want to go after the big the big dog. So uh, we're coming for you, David Locke. So locked locked on locked on high notes is coming for you. Um, 
All right. Well, that well, that's the end of the show. Thanks, uh, AJ. Thank you very much. I'm, uh, you know, congrats uh, again uh, on, uh, you know, you know, getting married and everything uh, uh, <laughs> going on. Uh, have fun planning a wedding. Uh, I've been part of a few Thanks. weddings that I've never been the groom, <laughs> but I, from what I've seen, a lot of hard work. So yeah, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it is. Um, He's already uh, tired, man. You can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for staying oh, no, late for us talking. I'm good, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I, I maybe, I maybe, am, uh, I, I think I saw red a little too much. We forgot to talk about Jazz Lakers. The day they will play probably before this episode of, or after this episode of a run. So, you know, Jazz Lakers play. Uh, there's going to be some analysis someday. Uh, Jazz uh, yeah. beat the Clippers tonight. Another um, game against the Clippers. That's, I guess, quote unquote, less important than the game they played tonight. But good for the Jazz on winning tonight, going 24 and five. Uh, and then they have the Hornets and the Lakers coming up. So, uh, yeah, uh, if there's anything else, I'm a shout out to all the great listeners. Um, all 12 of you who listen to us. We thank you guys very much. Get yourself a jazz co-op shirt at do you want this.com. That's D O U want this.com. Uh, and folks, jazz we're working on a couple more designs for you. So. Yeah. It's, it's jazz Stay tuned. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. Uh, again, shout out to our jazz pod co-op from our friends, uh, home court press, twos and threes, jazz gals, uh, well, maybe Jedi and Germs if we if we can get the in touch with them. We got we got to sign the contract with them first. There's the Jazz Podcast, Jabber. There's just a lot of good jazz content out there. So uh, and we're yeah. time. So Jabber Jazz and Jazzed have uh, yeah. I think they're on a hiatus right now, but those are two really solid shows. If you've never heard the Alec Burkus episode, uh, it's it's 30 minutes of what uh, of what you think. So, uh, we will see you guys uh, next time. I. That's it. No, do, 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 you need, do we need to talk more Taylor Swift? Is that why? Do, do we need more Taylor Swift talk on this on this podcast for you? Uh, gosh, no. I mean, like the one episode that they had me on, all I did was talk about how terrible Taylor Swift was. That could be. Yeah, yeah. That could hurt. That's that could hurt your rep. I did not just take my pants off, just so you guys know. I'm glad. That's something. Why are you lying some, now? That's some of the. That's something that someone who took this pants off would just say.